welcome to the Learning for Good podcast. Nonprofit learning leaders want to develop the skills their people need to scale their mission and create greater impact. If that's you, you're in the right place. This show guides you through learning and development best practices, top trends, and aha moments so you can deliver the very best staff development opportunities, even in a virtual world. It's Learning for Good with your host, Heather Burright. Quick, which competencies are most important in your organization? If I asked you that, could you answer? If you could answer, would they be relevant to the future of work? You see, often our organizations have competencies in place, but they aren't effective. Why? Why is that? That's what we're going to find out today in this episode of Learning for Good. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Learning for Good. I'm your host, Heather Burright, and I am talking all things competencies right now. Now, this is based on my own experience managing a custom competency model um, internally inside a national nonprofit, um, but also my experience as a consultant working with other nonprofits um, to create or implement competency models uh, for those organizations as well. So let's dive into today's episode, Competency Models. Four reasons your competencies don't work. So why don't competency models work? Well, we're gonna cover four reasons today that your competency model might not be working for you. The first reason is that the competency model isn't tailored to your organization. What does that mean? So maybe it's not tailored to your organization's current needs. Maybe it's not tailored to your organization's future needs, right? Whatever, however you look at your competency model, it needs to be tailored to your organization's needs specifically. Um, It could be that you're using an off-the-shelf model. And if you're using an off-the-shelf model, there are probably some really good competencies in that model. And there are probably some that work, work really well in your organization. And there are probably those that are less relevant. And there are probably things that your organization needs that aren't included in that off-the-shelf model. So that's another reason that it might not be tailored to your organization's needs. Another thing that I found is that sometimes we're operating with competency models that are too old. They're just out of date. They were relevant at some point. And again, some of those competencies might still be relevant today, but some of them probably are not as relevant today. And there might be some competencies that are missing because as time goes on, our needs evolve. Um, Another reason that it's not uh, tailored and you start to experience some some challenges with that is that you might have a competency model. They might even be, the competencies might even be tailored to your particular needs, current or future, Um, but it's not clear how those competencies apply to the people in your organization, to those various roles. And so there's kind of one standard and that's the standard no matter who you are and what you do within the organization. And so the competency model itself might or might not be tailored to the organization, but it's not tailored to the individuals. And our staff need to know what to do with those competencies in order for them to be effective. So you want it to be tailored both to the organization and to the individual as well. 
Now, another reason that your competencies might not be working um, is that they're not forward looking. So I mentioned that this should be tailored to your organization's needs, current, future, um, but that forward looking piece is really important because competencies change. What you needed people to do 10 years ago might not be the same as what you need them to do now. There might be some similarities, but my guess is that something has changed and that there are some differences from 10 years ago to now. Just think about how many of our organizations are operating in a hybrid workforce now that maybe weren't doing that 10 years ago. So things change, the world evolves, and our competencies need to change with it. So we have to be forward-looking when you're thinking about and talking about competencies. How is the world changing? Where is the organization headed? What do people need to know? What do they need to be able to do specifically with that knowledge in order to get you where you need to be? That's how you start to think about that forward-looking piece so that your competencies will work. Now, another thing that I've seen is that an organization has a competency model. Uh, maybe they it is new, it is relevant, it's custom to the organization, it's meeting those needs, so it's tailored, it is forward-looking because you're thinking about what's happening in the future and how you need your organization and your people to evolve. So you have those first two check marks on it being tailored and forward-looking, but there's just too many competencies. I see this a lot because it's really hard to narrow down those skills and prioritize the things that you need people to do in order to be effective within your organization. And so we end up with just too many, too many competencies. It becomes not manageable, right? It's hard to implement um, from an organization perspective, and it's hard for the individual to know how they fit, which competencies apply to them, what they should be doing. Um, it's just it's just not manageable and, and then it becomes not achievable, right? There's too many things and it's hard to prioritize and know what each individual should be working on. So not tailored, not forward-looking, too many is the other one that I see. Now there's one more that I see and it might be one that is more obvious than the others. And the last one that I'll talk about is that competency models are not effective when they are not used. So again, that might go without saying, um, but sometimes we have organizations that they have a competency model, um, but it was an older initiative and it's just not as much of a priority anymore. Maybe it lost support over time. Maybe there was a leader that um, was felt really strongly about having competencies in the organization that leader left. And so the competency model exists, um, but it's not really supported. It's just kind of an older initiative that sits out there. You could probably find it on the website. Maybe it's in a job description here or there, uh, but it's not really used. And so this happens um, again uh, when it loses that support, it loses that traction. It can also happen if it's if it's too confusing, right? It won't get used if the model itself is too confusing or if it's not aligned with the organization where the organization is headed. So all of these start to work together, right? Is, is it confusing? Maybe it's confusing because there's too many and that's why it's not being used. Is it not aligned? Maybe that's because it's not tailored to the organization and where the organization is headed. So again, they all start to tie together, but when you have um, things that are not tailored um, or that are not forward looking, um, or that there are too many competencies, right? You start to find that those competencies aren't used. And if they're not used, they definitely won't be effective. Um, so that's a little bit about why competencies don't work in your organization. But what do we do? What do we do now? What do we do about that? 
So if you are ready to start uh, using a competency model that works in your organization, here are a few things that you wanna do. First, review your existing competency model if you have one, okay? You wanna take a look at those competencies. Are they relevant? Are they simple? Are they straightforward? Are they aligned to your organization's needs? If not, it may be time for an update. Now, if you don't have a competency model, you could consider creating a custom one, and that will help you create something that is aligned, right? It is tailored to your organization's needs, both now and in the future. So you have kind of two options here. Review the existing one if you have it. Consider creating a custom one if you don't. All right, that's it for today. Thanks for watching. Hit subscribe and click to get notified for more videos just like this one. Thanks for listening to the Learning for Good podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd appreciate your support. Stay connected by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating and review and share the Learning for Good podcast with your community on social media.